Welcome to the country's most authoritative automobile show in the capital and beyond, right here on City 97.3 FM with me, Jude Mensa Duncan. It's a brand new edition of your favorite car show, the Total Energies Auto Show, right here. I mean, on the show today, we get to have all of your complicated car issues resolved with expert opinions, tips, diagnosis, and advice. We also inform and advise on best practices to keep your car in the best of state and of course to improve on its efficiency i mean today promises to be yet another exciting edition of the show because trust me guys this is something i've been particularly blown away i mean the guest we have on our show today i mean what he's been about what he's been doing a lot of the things he's into trust me will blow your mind but on the show today we get to discuss yet another important part of owning a vehicle right because you have to deal with spare parts and trying to replace car components here and there and trying to identify the genuine ones from the fake ones always or most of the time it's quite a challenge for some people so today on the show we'll be delving straight into that and how to identify um genuine spare parts right so you don't put your cars in in terrible terrible conditions but before we do that like you've come to know on the show we have what we call the safety share for the week yes the safety share for the week basically where we just try and offer some tips to help us keep safe on the road so um our safety share for the week is that follow the three to four second rule follow the three to four second rule and when we say this three to four second rule it's basically making sure that you are safe on the road and the car you're after I mean, there's some safe distance in case of a collision of a sort. So, since the greatest chance of a collision is in front of you, using the three to four second rule will help you establish and maintain a safe following distance and provide adequate time for you to break to a stop if necessary. But guess what, guys? This rule only works in normal traffic under good weather conditions. In bad weather, increase your following distance, add an additional second for each condition such as rain, fog, nighttime driving, or following a large truck or motorcycle. So guys, there you have it, the three to four second rule. Alright, so welcome back to the Total Energies Auto Show with me, Jude Mensa Duncan. If you're wondering how you could be a part of the show, um, our WhatsApp and Telegram lines are active via 0549-986-996, 0549 986996 our twitter handle um, it's also open for all of your message your contributions and your questions and um, you could also use the hashtag total energies auto show or tweet at me via my personal handle at mensa duncan and i'll be glad to read all of your questions and contribution across guys what, what um guess what 
on the show today, I have with me the CEO of Auto Jeweling. Um, I personally like to call him the Auto Checker. Um, he goes by the name uh, Mr. Chris Kusi. Welcome on the show, sir. Thanks, Jude. I Thanks mean, for having me. I, I saw your profile on, on, on and your IG, your social presence, and the kind of stuff you do. And I mean, I was telling a call, the producer, that this, this was quite an impressive thing you're about in this country. How's, how's the feedback been for you? Thank you. Well, um, it's been good. Mm. It's been very good. You know, the automotive space has always been an exciting mm. and uh, one, uh, an exciting one, and it's constantly changing. Mm. Uh, we are some of the few older guys, in, <laughs> you know, in the system. The new, yeah. their younger guys coming up, and they are also coming up with some really exciting stuff. Mm. So watch this space for them <laughs> i mean we'll find time to delve into some of the things you've been up to within the auto industry but for today our focus is on identifying genuine spare parts i mean right for some people it can be a headache because they don't even know the parts to begin with let alone know whether what they are getting is genuine or not so i hope you'll be helping us with some insights into that particular sure. one I mean, to start with, I mean, we have the differences, right? So they, they say there's genuine spare parts, which obviously by the name goes. And they say there's also the OEM, which is the original equipment manufacturer, right? And also I understand there's aftermarkets. That is correct. Are you able to explain to us the differences? I would do my best to <laughs> demystify all of that. Mm. So, for instance, how different is what they call the genuine spare parts from the OEM or the original equipment manufacturer's spare parts. Right. Okay. So when they say genuine parts, mm. it means the part that was made for the vehicle. Mm. So the manufacturer would commission a company to say, make me these parts for the cars I'm building. Yeah. These days, vehicle manufacturers are not making their own parts by themselves mm. in-house. So, mm. for instance, if you bought a Mercedes-Benz, the headlights will probably be made by a company called Heller. Mm. It doesn't mean a Mercedes is making the lights. Mercedes might design it, but Heller would manufacture them for Benz. Mm. Now, Heller would also, after a while, have the permission or the license to those parts. The... Should I mark? Mm. So they would now be an OEM manufacturer. So they are the original equipment manuf of the manufacturer. Mm. So they would also create a new, an aftermarket, not an aftermarket, but they would re recreate these mm. parts mm. for those models. So they would fit as well as the manufacturer's parts. Mm. However, they would be sold slightly differently in different packaging and with slightly different part numbers. Mm. So that's for the OEM spare parts. That is correct. Now, the aftermarket, what exactly is that about? So the aftermarket are, they fall in two categories. Mm. So you have like the uh, upgrade or the performance mm. parts manufacturers, and then you have the, uh, for lack of a better expression, the copy mm. parts manufacturers. So the uh, performance or the upgrade market will take the original part from mm. the OEM made by the original manufacturers and they will try to improve it mm. or make certain modifications to it to make the 
part perform better. Mm. So those would be typically bought by people who want a higher performance of a part. So for instance, if you have, say, um, a uh, spark plug, mm. the manufacturer might be Bosch, and Bosch would make a spark plug for that particular model. Now, another company like NGK might decide, okay, Mercedes C300, we want to make a part that is superior mm. to the uh, manufacturer's parts. Mm. So that would be sold to the high-performance market. So people looking to improve their cars. Mm. Okay? And then you have the, um, like I said, the... Uh, <laughs> The, the 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 copy parts yeah so you have other people who say look there are so many c300s in town mm. uh, they are buying so many spark plugs why don't we also make uh similar parts that mm. would work to a certain budget mm. so maybe they're building say headlights for instance a headlight for a c300 mercedes-benz cost maybe a thousand euros they would build an aftermarket part that would cost maybe say 200 euros which mm. is much cheaper mm. and would give people the option to spend less than mm. having to spend a thousand <laughs> euros for the same part so if i get you correctly the car components sold on the aftermarket are not necessarily inferior they are just for a different group of people that is correct mm. so the parts would be made for a different market segment. Mm. Unfortunately, there are also some people who try to pass aftermarket parts as original, original. parts. And that is and where, that's where there is a the, problem. The, the problem is, I, I think this clarification it is quite clear, <laughs> interesting. So we have the OEMs, we have the, the original, the genuines, right? Right. And we also have the fix. I mean, so they don't fit either of the first two categories. Okay. And they are just imitations of a sort. Now, how how common is it on the market, for instance, trying to... How common is finding a fake, right? So um, we'll delve with some of the common car, um, the commonly replaced car parts. But, I mean, as an industry player, right? how commonly do you get reports of people purchasing fake car um, components? It happens all the time. Mm. And like with every industry, mm. there would always be that one person who always wants to to bring in goods and products that would sell cheaper than the original so that he can get a it's a numbers game so they can yeah. get more so today if you went out into town and you said you were looking for an Armani belt to buy mm. I can bet you you'd find 10 fake Armani belts before mm. you find an original Armani belt it's why you're looking for it is <laughs> the place you're looking for it not part of the problem uh, yes 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 mm. but you see what is happening is that it depends on the market and mm. it depends on the regulation of the uh, importation in that market. Mm. So in a place where, in Africa, for instance, where we have um, uh, not such great economies, mm. people don't want to spend too much money on parts, on on, uh, on products, mm. basically. So if you're driving, say, a Toyota Corolla, 
and you use your last money to buy it. Mm. You took a big loan to buy it, and the car is now gotten to the age where it's becoming expensive to maintain, and you're on a budget, you'd want anything that makes the car That's run. That's true, yeah. Okay, mm. and that is why we also have the used car parts market, mm. because it offers another option to, to, to buy or to run your car cheaply. Mm. So if, for instance, you needed, uh, say, an air filter for your car, mm. and the original item from Toyota costs, say, 100 CDs, then there is the OEM that would cost maybe 90 CDs. Yeah. And then there is somebody else who is selling something that fits mm. for 50 CDs. But are you sure if what fits is what is best for your car in terms of enhancing your car's efficiency? I, di- I didn't say that just mm. yet. Mm, mm, mm. So what fits might not necessarily, necessarily true. be good. I mm. mean, you can go and buy a pair of shoes that fit. <laughs> but it's <laughs> not fit for purpose in a way. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I get that. I get that. I mean, interesting conversation. You talk about the used car market. I mean, any insights? Is, is Sorry, used car parts market. Used car parts market. Right. I mean, I want to believe that's where a significant chunk of the, of the market or the, 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 the auto industry, I mean, mm-hmm. vehicle owners, would go for originally for their car parts. Is there, do you also have that problem there a lot where people go there and they are met with inferior products probably from wherever source? Because they're used? Yes. Well, it's like anything else. Mm. If you went to the market to buy used clothes... Mm how would you feel about the integrity of the clothing clothing mm. item? Mm. You know, the fabric might be, might be on its last legs. Mm. The stitching might not be that great. Mm. And you could also be lucky and find something that actually looks mm. okay-ish. Mm. Okay? Mm. So the same thing applies with car parts. Mm. It's a gamble. Yeah. When you go to the used car market, you could find something that is perfect, mm. that is that has no issues mm. you can find something that is uh, in better condition than what you're trying to replace yeah so there you can be lucky mm. or then again you can buy a part that looks nice on the outside but you cannot guarantee the functionality of, of it. it yeah so a good example of that is like electronic parts so mm. like ecus what they call control board mm. when you look at them on the outside they look all right yeah but it might have a problem with the circuitry inside. Mm. So you can't tell. Or if it's a metal part, i.e. say a water pump, for instance, mm. we don't know the runtime of the part. We don't know why it was removed Move from, from yeah. the original car in the first place. Mm. So it's kind of like a gamble. Yeah. You know, luckily there are some mm. used car dealers, used car parts dealers, dealers who would guarantee, sort of guarantee, mm certain parts for you so you can be lucky and get what is perfect for your car and mm-hmm. you could also get what you don't want or you might not necessarily yeah like i mean if you go and buy an mm. engine an engine has at least 200 moving parts in there mm. you cannot tell that maybe a camshaft in the engine is in good condition, condition. or not yeah. it, it could have gone through a lot of uh, metal fatigue and mm. stresses mm. and so it might not be mm. perfect it might be on its way out mm. but you can't tell until you put it into, into the car and you've run the car it might also be great for, for six months mm. and come month seven or eight it would also fail so mm. it's a gamble i'm not saying that they are bad options yeah but it is a gamble yeah i'm interesting interesting um, stuff Let's move on the conversation and talk about 
common car components or parts that are frequently replaced in your experience as um, a significant market leader in a way what are some of the commonly replaced car parts right so they fall into two categories mm. so there are the replacement mm. parts and there are the consumable parts mm. so the consumable parts are the parts that are being consumed by your engine mm. so things like spark plugs air filter brake pads your car is constantly consuming those parts mm. and so those would be worn as an as in how you use the vehicle so yeah. the more mileage you put on the car mm. the harder you drive the car that and in some cases the longer the car sits without even being moving mm. these parts would have to be changed mm. like tires for instance if you bought brand new tires today and you drove it for six months you have you have lost some of the life of the of the mm. tires mm. by using it mm. and then you have the replacement parts like say maybe headlights mm. after a while your headlights may not be as bright as they were when they were new mm. and then you have things like windscreen that can crack Mm. that can uh, sustain any kind of damage mm. by just m merely existing on your vehicle. Mm. I mean, it's interesting some of the things you mentioned, the consumables, right? And uh, you talk about windscreen, which is obviously not a consumable. It's not a consumable, consumable, but it's a replacement. It's, yeah. I mean, part. I saw this list um, put together by um, a car website and it cites the windscreen surprisingly as one of the commonly replaced car parts. I mean, why so? Well, it's the environment in which the car is going to be driven in. Mm. So if you're doing a lot of highway driving mm. and you're the kind of person who doesn't like overtaking trucks and you, you're behind a truck and the truck is carrying, say, maybe a trip of gravel, mm. there's a high chance that one of those millions of gravels in that truck would mm. fly off and hit you in the windscreen mm. or the tire might pick up some debris on the road and fling it at your windscreen mm. and then again it could also just be um, um, dust yeah. dust can also uh, pitter your, uh, your windscreen so that would essentially damage the windscreen in the long run mm. And um, the list I saw, and I, this is quite common, every now and then you see vehicles parked with one tie off. I mean, your car tie, it's, it's, <laughs> it's almost as if it's the number one on everybody's list with regards to how frequently it's, it's changed. I mean, you don't change your car tie as much as you change your... Your, wind, your your side mirrors or, or some other... Well, well, you see, the, the tires mm. are very much a consumable part. Mm. The purpose of your car is to move. Mm. And what the car moves on is your tires. Mm. The contact patch of your tire is what puts your your vehicle on the road. Yeah. So every mile you move, mm -hmm. those tires are wearing out. Mm. Okay. And the newer car, the more modern the car is, the less likely it is to find a spare tire on there. Mm. So that is why you've seen a lot of cars with one tie removed mm. by the roadside mm. because they, they they are not equipped with spare mm. spare ties from 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 the factory mm. if you are wondering how you could be a part of this rather insightful <laughs> conversation on on identifying genuine spare parts um you could do so via whatsapp and telegram nine zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six well i mean any question you have any contribution you want to make we'll be glad to read it across um for you 
Um, so you could send all of your message via WhatsApp and Telegram line. Again, that's 0549986996. Um, Chris, let's move on with the conversation. Are there are there any ways you could I say these are the quick lookouts for identifying any fake uh, but nicely packaged <laughs> car parts. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's getting harder and harder to be able to, to, to separate the good from the bad and the mm. ugly. Mm. Um, because the um, the fake parts manufacturers are also trying to make, to pass off their parts as, mm. as original ones or genuine ones. First thing you need to look out for is the packaging. Uh, if you can help it, try and identify a genuine one mm. and see what a genuine parts box looks like. Mm. And there'll be a few telltale signs, you know, like the color of the packaging, the mm. logo that's stamped onto the box. Mm. There might be slight differences. And even sometimes, you know, you would find that on uh, on, on a parts box, there are a few... A manufacturer's logo mm. on there. So if it's Toyota, you'd have Toyota written all over the box. Mm. Sometimes even the spacing between the letters mm. or the spacing between the logos <laughs> would tell you that's if you have an original one to mm. compare it mm. would would tell you the difference. Mm. So the packaging, if it's very not very important, and and if you see any typo whatsoever, exactly. <laughs> yeah, be rest assured, you are buying a fake. <laughs> Yes, yes. Mm. The other thing to look out for is the, the physical parts itself. Mm. Look at the quality of the finishing, mm. the manufacturing process. Uh, uh, when it comes to a cast part, cast mm. iron part, mm. take a look at the finishing, where the parts were mm. welded together. Try and see if you can figure out some flaws in mm. there. Mm. Those would also be signs. Mm. Interesting. Let me just tell you about what total energies is also doing to keep your engine running younger for longer so a poorly maintained car engine can age faster and that is why we at total energies offer formulated quartz engine oil with age resistant technology it's a breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for your engine and improves protection against mechanical wear by up to 74 percent even under extreme temperatures and pressure so choosing quartz from total energy is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively quartz keep your engine younger for longer and it's it's only right that when we talk about um, making sure that your car is in the best of conditions you also have to look no further when it comes to um, choosing proper lubricants for your car so let me just quickly tell you about total energy's quartz 9000 sn future 0w20 it's the highest specification fully synthetic technology lubricant and it's recommended for all high performance gasoline engine cars equipped with direct injection multi-valve multi-valve and turbo charger technologies there's also the quartz in new long life 5w30 uh, that's also age resistant technology with advanced and highly charged formula which fortifies the anti-oxidation properties of your engine oil. So, guys, if you are wondering how to keep your engine running younger for longer, um, just go straight to any of the Total Total Energies um, stations, right? The auto service will give you top-notch services, services that will keep your cars running smoothly and efficiently. Chris, let's, let's move on with the conversation. Yeah, so, I you mean, know, mm. you, you just mentioned quartz oil. Mm. Another 
area of distinction when it comes to um, mm. um, uh, copy items mm. is uh, even things like engine oil. Mm. You know, so there are a lot of fake mm. consumable uh, fluids like oils out there. And lubricants. And lubricants. Oh, transmission exactly. oils and all of that. So when it comes to things like that, I would mm. also say, look, go to the brand approved dealers. In the case of um, quads, mm. You go to the total petrol station. Mm. You would get you rest assured that it mm. would be the genuine article. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I was going to come to some of the other problems people face with regards to I bought this product, I use it on my car, and I'm facing this challenge and I'm experiencing this. So it's 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 great you've already touched on it briefly, but would also would also come to that. Do you do you get a lot of um? spark problems um, spark plugs i mean is it is it a common um that's a consumable if i if i want mm-hmm. to, if i get you correctly do you get a lot of people come to you say i think i bought this spark plug and for some reason it's worsening my car it's affecting my engine is it is it a common um fake i mean want for a better word you get a lot of people come to you complain about the fact that absolutely mm. absolutely it happens all the time and um, excuse me mm. more so with high performance cars mm. cars that require um, critical efficiencies would be more sensitive to the components in the past that I use in there so if you say you drove an AMG an M powered car or a Porsche or something high performance you would need to be very, very careful with the kind of parts you use. Mm. So a Toyota Yaris, for instance, would be more tolerant mm. of a part that is substandard. Mm. Okay, But the higher performing the vehicle is, mm. the more critical it is to the type of parts you use on that vehicle. Mm. So, for instance, um, uh, you would find that if you had, say, uh, a C-Class AMG Mercedes mm. and you put the wrong parts in there, the wrong spark plugs in mm. there, for instance, it will run okay, mm. but only for a short period of time. Mm. And because the fuel used in this country are not always the best, your ignition system needs to also be top-notch so that you can you can manage through mm. the lack the the low octane fuel that's available mm. so the higher performance the vehicle is the more you should want to put original parts on the vehicle i mean that's that's interesting to to note yes i mean mm. even with things like batteries you would be surprised what batteries can make mm. what difference a good battery can make. make a good battery can make the difference between your air conditioning working well or not mm. you know recently a client brought a car to us and he said oh i just bought a brand new bosch battery and the batteries is supposed to be good and we're like no we did a health check on your battery and your battery was not good mm. and he insisted you know i only bought the battery a month ago and the battery is supposed to be good and so on so we took a closer look at the battery and we realized that the battery was not actually a bosch battery mm. kind of battery and packaged as a box battery, or was it even packaged like that it still have the uh, cellophane mm. on it mm. but if you look closely to it the bosch sticker was crooked wow so that was clearly a fake <laughs> yes so that somebody had made a battery and put stickers on them and branded them as bosch batteries mm. and when we tested the battery mm. 
the amperage was incorrect. It was it was stickered as an 85 amp battery, mm. but the performance of the battery was only a 60 amp battery. Mm. Interesting. And, <laughs> and so he had bought mm. something totally wrong and not fit for mm. for his vehicle. We'll come back to using fix and the consequences there are for your vehicles. But let me just quickly tell listeners about the KFC new promotion happening because kfc have dropped the price so you don't have to drop your favorite meal enjoy the delicious street twice two for only 39 cities at your nearest kfc restaurant limited time unlimited goodness kfc it's finger licking good but guess what is even <laughs> going on great for us in the studio uh, because you're having a conversation on ways to even meant ways to maintain your kind make sure that you are keeping safe on the road especially with regards to everything that's going on. I mean, we are living in a system where everybody's trying to take advantage of someone, right? So identifying genuine spare parts, it's, it's very important, especially for your vehicles. I mean, Chris, so you've spoken a lot about the consequences, right? But I mean, if you take, for instance, some of the commonly um, changed parts, let's take the brakes, for example, which is also quite commonly changed what are some of the implications of using one that fits but is clearly not genuine or not even from the oem or an aftermarket let's just just focus briefly on the brakes okay brakes mm. is also a very good example here mm. so brake pads or brake consumable mm. item which is the brake pass and even mm. the disc are made to generate friction. Mm. The friction is what slows the car down. Mm. Now, if the brake pads you have bought is not made of the right friction material mm. or is made of an uh, an inferior friction material, it means that your car is not going to stop as well as it's supposed to stop. And that's a big problem. It's a big problem, mm. especially if you use your car being able to stop within a certain distance. Mm. In the event of an emergency, when you need all the braking power that you need, mm. the materials is going to let you down. The friction material on your brake pads, if they are not up to standard, it would fail. Mm. And the brake pads that are on the vehicle are made to match the materials that your brake disc is made of. So the brake disc is a big silver mm. uh, disc you see inside yeah. your wheel. Mm. The brake pads are fitted in the caliper that grabs that disc. Yeah. So if they are not well matched, mm. there will not be enough friction. There will not be enough stopping power mm. generated from the brake calipers. Mm. And that will let you down in a grand style. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, you don't want to even imagine. So, exactly. I mean, guys, if you are doing the listening and you are wondering, I mean, we'll come to where our listeners can find genuine or where they should go to for genuine um, spare parts or parts, components they want to replace. So that would be also very important to look out for. Um, but uh, your messages are coming in thick and fast. Zico from Madina says, I bought a second-hand car. What can I do to maximize its efficiency? <laughs> Interesting conversation uh, comment from Zico. I'm not sure which part of the car's efficiency you want to maximize, but I'm sure the engine, because that's obviously one of the most important parts. Any any tips? Well, yes. Mm. Uh, I mean, a car is a transportation device. Mm. And if you want it to be efficient, mm. you want it to be able to move you from point A to point B without costing you an arm and a leg. Mm. So I would say maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance of your powertrain 
is very, very important. I cannot stress enough on that. Mm. Make sure your car is serviced correctly. Of course, using the right uh, consumable parts, mm. your spark plugs, and also your tires. Make sure that one, you're running the right recommended tires for the vehicle. Yeah. Make sure your tire pressures are inflated to the manufacturer's specified pressures because mm. one, if your tire pressures are too low, there will be a lot of drag, and yeah. drag will cost you more fuel. You need more fuel energy mm. to mm. create, to generate the power needed to propel the vehicle mm. forward. So tire pressures is a very, very important thing. <laughs> so essentially, every component is important. I mean, is, can you say some parts are more important than the others? Look, you mm. would be surprised. Mm. Even something as little as a roof rack. You know, mm. people put roof racks on their cars. Yeah. People put aftermarket spoilers on their cars. Mm. And I've been noticed some of these um, um, ride-hailing uh, taxis, yeah. they have signage on yeah, the roof of some of them cars. quite big enough yes those signage would create drag or wind resistance mm. that would cost you some fuel <laughs> incredible and so it means that it's adding extra pressure yes you to see, the vehicle imagine being in your car mm. you're driving along on a highway and you wind your window down put mm. your hand outside what happens you feel the, the, the pressure. Yeah. You, feel, you feel the amount of energy it takes to keep your hand against mm. the wind. Mm. Now, imagine a sign as big as whatever size they have in there. Mm. That is creating like a parachute effect mm. or a wind-breaking effect. And that means that your car now requires more energy to push against the wind. Mm. So, so that is how you so consume more fuel. In, in essence, every little detail counts, right? You can't say something is even more important than the other. Even weight. Mm. I've seen people keep gas cylinders in their cars and they don't need to be there. Any unnecessary weight in your car is going to mean your car needs more power mm. to push that that extra weight in the car. So, mm. And it will you, find the power from somewhere else. Your fuel. Your fuel, <laughs> your fuel is your storage of power. I feel you. Interesting. Um, this message says, please, my Hyundai sent 2013 make made uh, made some noise make some noise intermittently usually when i start a car and negotiating a cab what, what could be the challenge well it depends on the kind of noise is making is making mm. and if he hears the sound intermittently from cold mm. it means that it's something to do with the moving part mm. if he revs the engine and that sound changes it means that something within the uh, rotation of the engine is causing it to make that noise so mm. i'll say your first place to look is your drive belts mm. or the serpentine belt that's mm. what they used to call a fan belt <laughs> look at that and look at all the pulleys I mean, of which you, you've learned we've learned <laughs> something new today right so is there serpentine serpentine belt, belt. that's what, correct what we say fan because belt, fan it belt. looks like a snake you know it snakes around all yeah that's true all the components mm. so that's why it's called the serpentine belt mm. and so that runs along your pulley systems your alternator your water pump mm. your uh dress alternator mm. water pump air conditioned compressor mm. so any one of those pulleys could be responsible for mm. the noise or sometimes mm. the belt might even have suffered some dry rot mm. you know the belts are made of rubber and after a while rubber gets dry and brittle yeah. and mm. you know that can also cause a uh, squealing noise mm. oxy from MOF, Ministry of Finance, I'm assuming 
in Accra says, how do I know an original part of a car? Um, yeah, that's, I believe these are things. Yes, we've, 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 we've talked about talked it, but about I'll just it. go over it again. Mm. Uh, packaging, mm. make sure you look at the packaging, make mm. sure there are no spelling mistakes mm. on the packaging. <laughs> exactly, make typos, look out for it. <laughs> yes, make sure that the colors are consistent, mm. the packaging of the color, and also the actual parts themselves, look at the finishing mm. of the part. Mm. And if you try to fit the parts, if they don't fit too well and it requires some amount of alteration or adjustment, force. Yes, yeah. then you know that it's not the mm. original item. Will you say the the manual or the instructions or let's say incomplete instructions, for instance? So you buy some parts, it's packaged nicely and everything, but you take mm. out the manual and you're not too sure what. what well, not the, these days. Mm, most parts don't come with, with manuals manual. because mm. they assume that if you're going to fix it, you know what mm. to do. Mm. But in some cases, you'd find that the cars do that the parts do come with manuals. So, mm. like on the uh, performance or the upgrade items. Mm. They would come with some instructions and yeah. i've seen some chinese translations <laughs> that don't <laughs> it, it just doesn't add up and you don't even know what kind of language they are about over exactly there. and you I see you. you want to be buying parts from mm. somebody a manufacturer or a vendor who has a reputation mm. to keep mm. so if the person you know, believes that they can uh, write instructions in bad english mm. then you know they don't really care much <laughs> All right, Jabati sends a message and says, Hello, Jude. I always enjoy every bit of your, your great car auto show. In fact, your personalities you bring on board are great automobile giants of the world. Thanks for updating us all the time on our vehicles. Um, you're welcome, Jabati. Um, that's what this show is about. Um, you see, he sends a message. He says, I use a 2017 Honda CRV. I recently changed the brake pad and it's affecting my engine stop button. I have to always hold a button for longer, press it twice before it goes off. It has also affected my boot. What might be the problem, sir? <laughs> that's a whole thesis. <laughs> no, a that's thesis. a good one. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry. So, some people tend to link mm. um, certain symptoms mm. incorrectly. Yeah. The brakes have absolutely nothing to do <laughs> with the engine stop button. Yeah. And it has absolutely nothing to do with the boots. So, I mean, it could be just a mere coincidence mm. that after changing the brake pads, those other components mm. may have failed. So, I'd say go and see your technician. Mm. Uh, let I mean, if you're not happy with the technician who installed the brakes, <laughs> go and see another technician. Let them take a look at the vehicle, and they would be able to um, mm, offer mm, a solution mm, for um, mm. those symptoms. Let's let's just move on a little bit. We'll come back to the questions and see if we're able to address as many of them that are coming in. But your messages are coming in thick and fast. You can do same via zero five four nine. 986996. I've seen um, some other messages will be coming to you shortly, but I mean, Chris, they, I mean, people like you in the industry often talk about what you call the compromised structural integrity. That's that looks like a lot of words being thrown <laughs> around, and and a lot of the time they link it to fake spare parts or components. Could you talk to us briefly about? what's what's all that about because i mean so for instance they say the ties is the only car part that is directly in contact with the road and mm -hmm. um, for each reason if you have any tie on your car that's not approved uh, or that's not genuine or even from the oem um, it affects the, the the structural integrity of the car and it's similar for other car components right mm. 
so the question is what's number one when you even see a compromised structural integrity of your vehicle what are industrial auto industry people referring to okay we're talking about fit for purpose Mm. so i would use a tire as an example Mm. A tie is made of rubber mm. on the outside, what you see, but mm. what you don't see inside of the tire is the steel belts mm. and the steel structures mm. that run inside of the tire. Mm. So it's basically circular steel wires. If you've ever seen a tire that's worn out heavily, you see yeah. it's got some metal parts mm. in there. So it is that is steel and that is covered with mm. your your rubber, mm. vulcanized rubber. Mm. Now if these tires are not made of the right steel components mm. or the right tensile mm. strength of the steel, what would tend to happen is that they would fail with load. Uh, you know, the more you load the car up, the more the car is driven. The, the, the components, either the steel components in there or even the rubber components in there would tend to, to uh, lose its structure. Mm. So sometimes you see a tire, you see a swelling mm. on the contact patch of the tire. Mm. You know, <laughs> so it's it's fair to say that I mean, buying or using fake spare parts sure is better of um, structural integrity. Is, is that a fair statement to make? Um, yes. So you see, again, I'll use tires as an example. Mm. Like I said earlier, try and buy from a vendor mm. or a manufacturer who has a reputation to keep. Exactly. Okay. So if you're going out there to buy a tie and you see a tie of a brand you've never heard of, mm. okay, you're buying it from a vendor who, you know, doesn't look like they care enough, mm. cannot warranty the tie, for instance. Mm. It's those are signs mm. you know that's to say you know the brand is not well known the the vendor or the agent who is distributing the part is not mm. you know that cannot speak well enough about the brand mm. there's no warranty or the warranty is not usual then that could be a problem mm. you understand so mm. you you go out there you're looking for to, to buy a tie and you see a brand that you don't recognize uh, it's it's difficult to even go online and even mm. check, mm. but I'll suggest check the reviews mm. on that particular brand mm. of tire mm. before you buy it, because mm. a manufacturer that cares enough about their reputation will not want a situation whereby their tires are constantly failing. It yeah. will quickly build a bad reputation mm. for them. Greg says, "I have a 2012 Vitz. Can I change the OEM intake to a cold intake?" like an induction kit and will improve my performance? Yes and no. Mm. Uh, there's nothing stopping him from buying a high-performance part. However, mm. the manufacturer of the cars spend millions and millions of dollars in research and development mm. to come up with an airbox that's suitable for that car to make it efficient. Mm. So... If you want the car to work within the specification as specified by the manufacturer, I would say leave it as it is. However, if you said you wanted high performing, uh, you wanted to increase the performance of your vehicle, Mm. there is nothing stopping you from buying a high performance part. Mm. But 
do your research, speak to your technician, make sure that what you're buying, in his case, he's talking about the cold air intake. Yeah. A cold air intake is supposed to let cold air into your engine. But mm. remember, the engine bay is hot. Yeah. And so if it's not properly ducted or if you're in an, env an environment that is very hot on the outside or an environment that is dusty, all of the dust around is going to go and clog up that cold air intake and eventually make your car even slower. Mm, interesting. Johnny Kujo wants to find out, please. I want to know how many times um, I have to maintain or service my car within a year. It depends on the car and it depends on the usage of the car. You say your mileage, I mean, usage of the car. I'm coming to mm, that. Mm. Modern cars have something they call condition-based service. Mm. So condition-based service meaning means that the car is going to analyze the condition of the vehicle and the condition at which is under which is being used. Mm. So for instance, if you lived in Tema and I lived at, say, um, Jowulu, mm. And we're both coming to work at Accra Mall. Mm. And it takes me, say, 40 minutes because I'm sitting in traffic from Jowulu mm. to Accra Mall. It means my engine is going to be running much longer. Whereas you're coming from Tema, even though the journey is longer, your engine is going to be running for, say, 20 minutes mm. for that same journey. There will be more wear on my engine components. Mm. And my lubricants would work, would disintegrate a lot faster because my engine has run for longer mm. than <laughs> you who is coming from, from Tema. You're coming on the yeah. motorway. You'll probably be, you know, stuck in about two or three gears. I'll be going from set first gear all the way up and down my gear ranges. Mm. So there'll be more wear on my vehicle simply because I sat in traffic and I was in mm. go slow movement and my engine stayed on, on for longer. Mm. So my car would require... Uh, a maintenance, a service maintenance sooner mm. than yours, even though yours may have done a little bit more mileage. Mm. Mm. So with the newer cars, they're able to compute these things and recommend a service. So you have a service light pop up on your dashboard that will tell you this is when you need to do it. So outside of that, if you don't drive a new newer generation car, mm. I'll say you go by what the manufacturer recommends for your car. Mm. Interesting. Now let's a final question. It's it's unbelievable how the time has run so fast. The messages are coming in. Um, so many of them, you are not even able to go through all of it. But um, Chris, briefly talk to me about where to look for genuine products and car components to buy. Approved dealers. Mm -hmm. And again, a dealer or a brand mm. that you think has mm. a reputation <laughs> to keep. <laughs> That's very important. I mean, because why would you want to buy from someone who doesn't care and is just doing it because of the money, right? Yes, if you go to Abosokai mm. and you see some of these boys who are, you know, hovering around and say, oh, you, what parts are you looking for? I'm going to get it for you. They might... They get you a good part, mm. but guess what? Do you think they, they care enough <laughs> about exactly. what they're giving you? No. Maybe not. But, yeah, I'll say go mm. to a good shop, mm. a shop that you trust, mm. a shop that is selling quality parts, mm. a shop that you think that if the part is not suitable, you can bring it back and mm. you'll give you a refund. Mm. That is where you should be buying from. Thank you so much, Chris. It's, it's been an unbelievably exciting and yet insightful conversation. And um, but even before you go, where, where can we find you if anybody's wondering? Social media, mm. just uh, on Instagram, auto checker. Mm. And and I mean, I see 
dueling auto dueling <laughs> and, and i'm yeah. not really so I, auto checker is me mm-hmm. auto dueling is a company mm-hmm. and uh, we specialize in uh, vehicle restorations wow so you are able to put up a vehicle from nothing if i get you correctly uh well there, there has to be something or something small with. yes <laughs> or from yeah able to okay let me just rephrase to say uh. you are able to put up a vehicle to make it even look nicer than it was before with something small. Yes, if the budget permits us. Mm. And if anybody's wondering where they can find you, are there contact details? Uh, Instagram is the easiest. Mm. Yeah, so auto-checker on Instagram, you can DM us and mm. then we, somebody will get back to you. Mm. Thank Usually you. me. Oh, super. Even even better. I mean, thank you so much, Chris, for, for the conversation today. It's been one of very deep insights into trying to get our vehicles running smoothly and effectively and also very efficiently that's all time will allow us for for today's edition of the total energies auto show right here on city 97.3 fm with me jude mensa duncan if you missed any bit of the show and um, will be up on our spotify the ctfm spotify account so you can look out for that and the link will be on the city newsroom um website my guest chris kusi and he's the ceo of auto jeweling and i like to call him the auto checker and he was our guest today helping us with trying to identify um genuine spare parts and also helped us answer some of your random car problem so catch us or catch me same time next week right here on city 97.3 fm bye bye and have a good evening see she forgot all about the library like she told her old man now and with the radio blast and goes cruising just as fast as she can now and she'll have fun 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 till her daddy takes a tea right away fun 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 till her daddy takes a tea well, right away well we're in the streets now cause she walks and she cries like an ace like an ace